Hi, everybody. We're Hi, welcome. We're going to go down the line and introduce ourselves real quick. Um, I'm Lucky Stiff. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I've been doing drag for just over two years, and I work primarily at Berlin Nightclub, but you can see me all over the city. Hi, I'm Kat Sass, and I am 718 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've been doing drag for, uh, well, today's like my technical three-year birthday. Yay. Yay. So Yay. <laughs> Buy me shots. No, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me shots, too. <laughs> um, and um, I use they, them pronouns. And you can see me performing drag all over the city and also the country coming up this year. So it's going to be an exciting and fun year. Thank you. Hey there. Uh, oh, wow, I'm super loud. Oh, wow. uh, I am Lucy Stuhl, also known as Ty. Um, I use they, them pronouns when out of drag. Um, yeah, you know me. You've heard about me. You've seen me. Here to chat with everybody. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tenderoni, a.k.a. Janelle. <laughs> I use she, her pronouns out of drag and he, him pronouns in drag. Um, I've been doing drag for about a year and eight months. Uh, <laughs> I'm goofy. I'm crazy. And that's my drag dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's my play cousin. <laughs> my name is Trina Correct. I'm uh, 30 years old and my favorite food is melted cheese. And um, I uh, use uh, he, him pronouns uh, out of drag and uh, she, her, it, that, and blood-curdling scream uh, in drag. Uh, also, um, I am at Drag Matinee every Saturday. I host the viewing parties at Roscoe's uh, and things are great. <coughs> cool. Do you want to get started, Lucky? Yeah, let's jump right into it. Cool. Um, here is our first question. So um, audience members and people on the internet submit these questions every single month. And so these are all coming straight from y'all. First question is, how did you come up with your drag name? You go first. Me first. Okay, I tell a different story every time, but because I love you all, I will tell the real embarrassing story of my drag <laughs> name, which is that uh, I was out at Beauty Bar for Live Animals, which was a really super cool show that, um, I know, right? Everybody's nodding. <laughs> um, it was super, super fun, and Beauty Bar has these notorious cocktails that are delicious and get you very, very drunk. And so Live Animals ended, and I was like, I still want a party. And uh, some friends and I went to Berlin, and there wasn't anything super like party-wise happening at Berlin. There was just like five people from a um, business convention. Ooh. <laughs> no, they all ha they had like metal name tags on and like Ooh. suits, and they were like some guy in the group had told everyone that this was the place that they had to go to because wild things happened. <laughs> and it was like a Wednesday. It was on a it was a Wednesday at like twelve thirty. It was not <laughs> popping, and so we breezed in. And at the time, I hadn't been in face for very long. I wasn't even in full face. I was just like in heightened girl makeup, wearing a big ponytail, and I felt like amazing. And um, Josh Maggio, who's a really cool DJ, was um, doing 90s throwbacks. And Lucky by Britney Spears came on. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dirty secret is now exposed to the world. Um, and I ran up to my friend. And I was like, this is me. This is who I am. And my friend was like, okay. <laughs> um, but Lucky Stiff is something that my mother used to say all the time whenever somebody got... Um, uh, an opportunity that maybe they worked for, but mostly they were just really lucky to get. And so I just use it now to remind myself whenever I'm feeling like put upon or like something's not working out for me that I actually am very lucky to do what I do. 
Aww. See, I turned it around there. Hey. That's so lovely. Um, so uh, for me, uh, I started doing drag on accident. I was a performance artist and a musical theater person, and um, I got cast in these dr drag musicals at Hydrate by this uh, theater company called Mid-Tangent Productions. And um, right away, uh, what I was doing took off, and they started writing a lot of the shows like for me, with me in mind specifically, always playing the villain. And <laughs> they were so good also. Oh, it was the first so time much. I ever saw a cat. I don't know if anyone here has seen it, but they were like epic. They were really Thank good. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can sing. Um, so, uh, so actually, that's how I ended up. Oh, oh God, she's fucking Sorry, to listen. At home. My legs are wild today. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I started doing these shows, and Tranica came to one of the shows with Kimchi and Shea Coulee. And afterwards, I don't know when it happened or what happened or if I'm fabricating it in my very fucking mind. <laughs> but Tranica was like, you're a drag queen. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. A, what? I, what? Is that a thing? And she was like, yeah, you know what? You need hair. You need yeah. more nails. You need yeah. jewels. Yeah. But you're a drag queen. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a fucking drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> she was a drag queen. <laughs> and uh, Tranica gave me an opportunity to do her pre-show, which was the show before uh, Crash Landing. Manor. And I think drag I was Manor. one of the last people. And right after the first pre-show, you were like, I'm going to put you in drag matinee. Yeah. And I was like, I'm shitting my pants with fear. <laughs> um, but um, she's my drag dad. And um, I started performing without a name even, actually. Um, I was My real name is Katarina. And um, uh, Tranica was like, that's great. Just go with that. It's one name. It's like, share. Just, just do get it. on stage, kid. Make us this some money. you now. Just do something. Get on stage. Get on stage, bitch. And um, it was that kind of like unbridled enthusiasm and just like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it and, and work on things and figure it out um, that gave me the courage to continue to do it. And um, then uh, I was like, well, I really got to have a name because there are some creepers scooting around and there are a lot of drag chasers and that kind of thing happens and um, somebody was like uh, I was always calling myself sassy I'm very sassy I'm house of sass and so I was calling myself ha like my house is the house of sass and then I was like oh I'm cat sass cat's ass I have a big fat beautiful Greek ass so <laughs> that's kind of where it came from it's not very like you know epic in its you know meaning but it's epic in its origin thank you dad cat's <laughs> ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> um, so actually, a lot of people may not know this, but some some do. Um, I started dabbling in drag, and I went under the name oh uh, oh uh, Estuary uh, Palomino. Palomino. <laughs> I, this is like the best drag name I've ever heard. I, she shaved, I loved it. And she I, shaved her face. Yes, yes. I was a beardless drag queen for a little bit. Um, but it really wasn't, it didn't feel right. It never felt like genuine or what I really wanted to do. And I was always trying to do something that somebody else was trying to uh, kind of put up on me. So I kind of sat dragged down for a bit. It was still kind of interested in it and somewhat wanted to do it. And then there was an Oscars party that uh, one of my friends was hosting. And I literally just threw on a wig and a dress just like this and uh, went there. And uh, a good friend at the time, Chris, my roommate of like years, we were just coming up with different funny names. And he actually called me Lucy Stool, and it just kind of stuck from there. It was like this perfect mix of, like, 50s housewife and, like, you know, gutter trash whore. So <laughs> it kind of worked out perfect for me. <laughs> and here we are five years later. Love it. Well, my name's Tenderoni, and it honestly comes from um, 
a lot of my influences in drag are 90s, like Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown, Prince. And um, Tenderoni is a Bobby Brown song, and it's also a reference in Michael Jackson PYT <laughs> mm -hmm. as well. Um, before I did drag, I was a graffiti artist, graphic designer. So Tenderoni was like my artist handle. And then when I moved here to what Chicago. What does that mean, though? What is well, Tenderoni is technically, Natasha going to love that you pushed that. <laughs> Tenderoni is a younger person that dates an older person. <laughs> And my Called girlfriend, out. who is in the audience, <laughs> is a little bit older than me. <laughs> That's why I always gauge it. I said, if you old, if Michael Jackson was black when you're born, you're old. If he was white when you're born, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, and then when I moved here, um, crash landing type sort of happened, and then I was like, I'm just gonna go with Tenderoni. It's I one bullied, word, like share. I bullied Tenderoni <laughs> into performing because he used to always tell us how he would uh, perform in high school and at, uh, like when just like at lunch. Like at lunch, would they like set up like the cafeteria tables and I had my boombox and I would perform on the table. Yeah. <laughs> at like your grandparents like anniversaries yeah. and stuff like oh that. God. Stuff like that. Yeah. I've, al I've always been extra like that annoying little cousin that's like they put a circle around and I'm like dancing and twerking. Yeah. So <laughs> so then we were like oh you should just like do Crash Landing on a whim. Like we want to see you perform like on the stage like let's make it a thing. So then I like, threw a little mustache on yeah. and Tenderoni was born. <laughs> so she did it and then it was like so epic that she just started she didn't win you lost by a hair, but then just started getting bookings. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was pretty lucky. I got booked, and um, I mean, it's honestly been like a whirlwind since then. Yeah, um, crazy. But that's yeah. the origin of Tenderoni. <laughs> if you can ever see Tenderoni perform, go there because <laughs> she's one of the best performers you'll ever see. Um, uh, Tranica Rex. I always like the name Danica, like Danica Patrick, the um, the uh, uh, NASCAR driver. I just like that name. <laughs> I just always did. You're so um, Florida. I know. I'm so <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm. Am I the only one who knows uh, female race car drivers? No, like, Dan yeah. look, Dan Dan okay. Patrick is um, amazing. GoDaddy.com. Um, so yeah, uh, and I just I like the uh, dinosaur reference, and uh, I was uh, on my way to the club, and I did not have a name, and we were wasted, and we were going to Beauty Bar like eight years ago, and I was just with some friends, and I'm like hobbling in heels, like fucked up, and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta tell people my name. And so I was like, you yeah, know, corrects. And I was like, what? I was, it was very like, well, I'm never going to say it again. It's just going to be tonight. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Just pick something. So I just started telling people that. And then 84 hey, years later. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Second question. We don't have to go in a line. We can just kind of answer these, however. Um, do you like or uh, dislike uh, using your name out of drag? I'll say I uh, I like using my drag name out of drag. Just I think it's easy for a lot of us because we see each other in drag so many times uh, that you know it's easier just to use one name. Cause I I don't Honestly, look at you and think Janelle. I think Tinderoni. <laughs> So. Honestly, sometimes I've known some of these people. I haven't even known their like out of drag name. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's blah blah. But I'm like, I don't know their real name. It's so true. How many true. times have we worked like an actual event where they like pay people in checks and they give me the checks and go, "Who is Ruben Compost?" And I said, "I have no idea who that is. It's Camilla Fox." Yeah. I had to Venmo all of y'all one time, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, who fuck. are these people?" Yeah. I don't know anyone's real name. Oh, so I've known you for two years. <laughs> I was so happy when I got the Venmo because I was like, Katarina, like your full Greek name. <laughs> it's very intense. I have a long ass fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to uh, I don't mind hearing my own name out of drag all the time be or because it happens so rarely because it's such an incredibly long name. My parents don't even use it. My parents call me cat's ass now. They're like, oh, thank God. And I'm like, you did this. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> so yeah. I don't care. 
I don't know. I think there's a difference for me um, because so many of us work together so much that we're being addressed as our drag names by audience members and by hosts who are introducing us and we talk about it downstairs and you know the basement everywhere but there's also like I don't know if this is true for y'all but for me there's elements of lucky that have like migrated into my normal everyday personality and so sometimes when people call me lucky out of drag it just I'm like oh yeah yeah it makes sense but if I'm feeling like very vulnerable that day I just don't want to hear that name at all mm. and also like to hear my nobody in my family has ever referred to me as lucky so that would be very strange for me um, so I go back and forth about whether I want to use it out of drag or not. Honestly, it's helpful when people check in and are like, what's your actual name? <laughs> or like, do you, a friend of mine was like, um, are you going by Lucky exclusively now? Or are <laughs> you going by Gina, which is my legal name? And I was like, oh, it's kind of both sometimes. I go back and forth. Because there's also like, for me, a gender presentation thing about it. Like, whether I'm presenting, like, I mean, I'm literally dressed up like a clown though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I go back and forth about it. Anyway, that's Liz? not a good way to end that question. I, uh, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of on the other side. Sometimes I really like living under the cloak of Lucy. Mm. I, I like kind of having that. I guess it wouldn't really be anonymity, but um, kind of having that idea of like Lucy and then kind of leaving like Ty alone. So, yeah, like I never really, I never really mind uh, being called Lucy. And in, in a lot of situations, I mean, Lucy is what kind of propels me to be more of the like outward social person that like I would like to be anyway. Mm -hmm. So like hearing that name kind of sometimes helps me in those situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is something I, I, I don't talk about a lot. But yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know it, but I'm a little bit of an introvert. <laughs> so it does. We, we talked help. about this last month yeah. with Bambi, too. And it was like, what are what's one of the most like uh, misunderstood things about drag? And it was like, that everyone thinks we're all extroverts. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you just want to go to the club and you're still, like, awkward. <laughs> I want to stand in the corner. Yeah. Sometimes I do want to stand in the corner yeah. and, like, yeah. not be seen. You do stand in the corner. I yeah. do. Yeah. You got – y'all know. You know you could catch me in the corners. Because the like lights are low the and that's where the dicks are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, Lucky and I actually live together. We're roommates and uh, – or bromates or whatever. And House we are so – introverted and private that we'll text each other from our <laughs> own beds <laughs> <laughs> and not see each other but just be like I love you man yeah. <laughs> like Kat will just text me and be like are you home and I'm like yeah I'm in bed and Kat's like cool <laughs> and then we don't leave them <laughs> or look at each other but we still like love each other yeah. so it's very that yes. yeah. we um, meet once under a full moon in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> with Greek eating salad. pasta yeah. we're both Mediterranean <laughs> <laughs> um, also follow up question um like, what is the ter determining factor for you when you're when you're not in drag of like when you introduce yourself to someone new? Because like sometimes, oh. like if it's like someone who's really gay and I think they might have heard of me, I'll just <laughs> skip to the chase and go, "Hi, my name is Tranica," <laughs> yeah. and just kind of like that uh, that opens up like, uh, and now we have something to talk about, or you know. But if it's just like a straight person who, yeah, I'm just uh, hi, I'm Ben. Like, um, yeah, what's the determining factor for you? This is so fun. I have a story about this. It's a okay. short story, I promise. It's a weird thing, right? Yeah, it's very strange. I So I went to a party um, on Thursday in L.A. for that this free life was throwing. And I was, like, making eyes at the bartender <laughs> at this party. And, like, was not sure. I was got very shy and was not sure. I introduced myself to the bartender as Gina because I was out of face. And also I was like, I don't know. You seem maybe straight, unclear. Um, 
and then like walked away and Trey was there and I was like, Trey, how do I make this happen? I'm so weird and awkward. And Trey like hands me a napkin with a phone number written on it. It was like, just give this to him. And I'm like, oh right, duh, that would be smart. And so I just handed it to him and walked away. But I forgot, I didn't realize Trey had put my name on the napkin as Lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, and then I didn't realize until I was handing it to him and then I was like, oh no, but I guess whatever. And he texted me later because he thought I was calling him Lucky. <gasps> <laughs> Yo, you got mad game. Ooh. You got so much game. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, it's me, the lucky one. And I was like, oh, oh okay. my god, I love it. Yes. And I got embarrassed and like very pleased all at the same time. <laughs> Sexy Sam. bartender. And how are things? I fuck it up all the time. I don't know. Are you guys still in contact? We haven't been since DragCon, but I don't know when I'm going to be in LA next. So maybe he'll come here. I don't know. Mm. Maybe he'll listen to this podcast. Uh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> How lucky. <laughs> um, yeah. What about y'all? No. What do you introduce yourself to, or, or to people as? Oh. Um. I mean, cat. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same name. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty similar names. The best is when I'm. Oh. 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 Shit. So <laughs> I went to Second City this week to see Freaks in a Dream. Um, which is their new show, and it's fucking awesome and queer as hell and uh, awesome, awesome. Go see it. Um, but I was sitting there, and I had drag makeup on, but nothing else. And I like had a little like some. I came from a show, and I wanted to. I w went with my partner and their friends, um, and uh, the the uh, server was like, <gasps> and the show is going on, and was like, oh my god, your cat's ass, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone sitting with us was like, who the fuck are you? And <laughs> I was like, nobody. Yeah. Don't look at me. And then I go out to the bar, and there's people standing there, and the entire bar staff is like, thank you for your service. Yeah. And was like giving me Jameson shots, because if you know me, you know I like my Jameson. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, my cover's blown, <laughs> and all of my partner's friends think I'm a weird, crazy person now, <laughs> if they didn't already. So I don't really know what to do at this point. I just say cat. I'm just like, hey. Or I'll just be like, hey, and just not introduce myself, <laughs> and just That's gauge so what their face looks like. It and then, <laughs> based yeah. on that, yeah. make decisions about how to introduce myself. Mm -hmm. If they look at me like I'm candy, <coughs> then I know to say cat sass. And if not, then I am just like, yo, what up? It's just Cat. it's just always like a weird thing because you like a lot of people know us for what we do, but you don't want to go into a random social situation and just immediately start talking about your career. Like, no. like, I'm a drag queen. But also, it's like I still what I'm doing 90% yeah. of the time, so yeah. it's kind of a, the thing. So it's I still introduce myself as Janelle. Yeah. Unless I am, um, I am introducing myself to someone I know as another performer, mm. then I'll say I'm Tenderoni. Um, but I'm still 100% like, hey, I'm Janelle. And sometimes I'll even forget, like, oh, yeah, I'm Tenderoni. Even if I'm in drag, I'll say I'm Janelle, too. Um, but I have, weirdly, I work in the Gold Coast, and people have come into the store, and I'm, like, at work, and someone's like, oh, is that Tenderoni to, like, my boss? And my boss is like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but luckily, my boss knows that I do drag. But they'll come in and be like, oh, my God, Tenderoni. And then my coworker's like, yeah, this is Tenderoni. And then one time I had, like, this group of, like, middle-aged women be yeah. like, oh, my God, is this you? And it's like a Bobby Brown Tenderoni song. They're, like, all singing it in the store. I'm like, yeah, like, don't do it to me at work, please. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, pretty similar to what everybody else just already said. Like, outside of the community, like, I'll always introduce myself as Ty. Just to also kind of just have, like, my own moment, too. Because sometimes I 
meeting like new random people like you said it's weird to be like this is my career i'm losing yeah. still check me out look me up right now like, Let's i have something to show for myself but i don't <laughs> want to seem like i'm meeting new people like hello my name is Tranica rex and i'm just like a boy in a shirt like, yeah. <laughs> like it seems weird but like it's weird to know what to do in the situation so yeah this is why gaga always goes out in crazy outfits doesn't mm. have to worry about it. Everyone knows you're fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, you want to do the next one? Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your do's and don'ts for fan interactions? Don't touch my hair, please. <laughs> <laughs> really hard hugs. Oh. <laughs> really hard hugs that mess up my makeup or did it? They um, don't necessarily know that they're touching your makeup or something that's on your outfit. And I don't want to be ungrateful for fan yeah. interaction, but I also want to be like, oh, don't mess up my makeup. Like <laughs> the really close hug where the shoulder hits your chin, <gasps> and it oh, happens so really bad. slowly, and you're like... Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'll see like a huge brown smudge on their shoulder after, I'm like, that's what you get? <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> like, oh, there goes my mustache, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so many people in the city carry pieces of me, whether they like it or not, <laughs> from those hugs. I mean, you hugged me. It's your fault. I mean... When when no, you take a, a picture with a drag queen, um, be conscious that when you're, like, grabbing her by the back, you're pulling her hair. Mm-hmm. So oh you're gosh. fully, like, when you see pictures of me and I'm, like, my neck is back, yeah. <laughs> it's because someone's pulling my hair and I'm trying not to get my hairline snatched, but I'm also trying not to, like, be a bitch about the picture. <laughs> but, like, you're pulling our hair. <laughs> That's also the thing of like putting your arm around our shoulders. I'm oh. like, why would you ever do that? Yeah. Like you're dragging us down and you're pulling on our. Well, arm. I think it's hard because the rules are different than if you were just taking a picture with a friend, right? Yeah. Because we've spent two and a half hours or more getting ourselves all together to look pretty for you, and we just don't want to ruin that. And also, we don't want to ruin your picture. So, yeah. like, you know, be gentle, use flash, and ask. Use yes. oh my flash. God, please Have use your flash, flash on. Don't make me argue with and you. And don't take no. it from below. Take it from above. Oh <laughs> don't take it from below. Yes. And do not, yeah, arguing about the flash is another thing. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't like, yeah. I've taken a picture before. I know how I want the flash. <laughs> we literally live in the dark. Like, yeah. I promise we know. Yeah. Put the flash on. We'll it's both true. look better. You if, yeah, you'll be happier too. Yeah. If, if you have the flash on, at least you know what you're like face tuning. You know, like if you just <laughs> turn it off, you're just, it's like a dim picture. Like, you know, you just look ugly either way, but. Whenever someone's coming in to hug me really tightly um, and they've got their arm, arms up, I like to kind of like put my hands yeah. and scoop them. Yeah. I took taekwondo for years. <laughs> so it's like I use that and that. And then I gently put my hands in their hands mm-hmm. and then I gently hold their hands the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that way everyone feels good. Yeah. We can yeah. You know, everyone's got hand sanitizer in their purse. <laughs> and also it's like a nice connection and no one has lost their wig yep. mm-hmm. either. Yeah. It's like... Yes, I want to have a good interaction with you, but also, like, everything on me is lightly glued on. Yes. Oh, and, <laughs> and it's yeah. hard, too, because I love hugs. Yeah. I oh love yeah. hugs. Yeah. I love kisses. I And when I started drag, I'd be like, <laughs> yes, hug on kiss me. But now I'm like, oh, no, I have three more jobs after this tonight, and everyone's going to fire me if I look like garbage. So... <laughs> Um, so it's nice to kind of gently just kind of love on each other and, yeah. and talk. And um, we like to talk to you, oh but also I love it's it. so loud in the club. And flirt with some of you. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> this, is, um, this is off topic, but um, probably like a year and a half ago, I walked to the back at Berlin and uh, Lucy Stuhl and Kat Sass <laughs> were viciously <laughs> making out with each other. <laughs> Wow. And they pulled wow. away, and Cat had a. Full I knew this was going to come up, and I'm so triggered. And Cat had a full <laughs> black beard of makeup. Cat, because Lucy Coming puts makeup on her beard and had a full. Can I just. 
tell this story from my perspective? Yes. Yeah, if you remember it. It was my fucking birthday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Listen, I'm not calling you out on Lucy Stool and I are sexual beings. <laughs> we had been doing a magical unicorn dance around each other for two months. And we ended up making out on my birthday after shots and stuff. And I remember every minute of it because it was fucking Same. exceptional. Same. It was some of the best kissing I've ever done in my life, and I regret nothing. <laughs> you were covered in the beard. The and beard. I was covered in beard paint afterwards. The receipts. The beard was the receipts <laughs> all over your face. It's like we'd walk away, and then you find Cat, and Cat's just like covered I was in like, beard I am, I am covered in beard paint. But um, while we were making out, it was incredible and amazing. And I just hear Tranica walk by and go. Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, oh this God. is great though. I don't. I I know we're going off of the questions, but I feel like this is the perfect follow-up question. So, making out in drag, <laughs> do y'all do it? How is it for you? Is there any setting spray strong enough? <laughs> Only with Lucy's stool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Star liquid lipstick does not move. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Do you make out in drag, Tranica? I really don't. No. I've never seen you're well, like immediately also, get out of the game. As soon as the show is over, I am like, Hi, how are you? Take a picture, go downstairs within eight minutes, I am upstairs and trolling for boys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to make out and drag because I get out of it. Tender? Yeah, I'll tell you. Um I usually if I go home and I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of drag, I would just have a full contour. And a circle of nothing. Ah! <laughs> 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 a circle of nothing. Oh my god! All right, I think we need Good. to get to the, <laughs> the topic. Amazing. We're getting PG thirteen up here. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, do you have a drag mother or drag children? Um, Kat, how about you? I feel like you. Oh, sure. Oh, do, wait, you have what spawn was, I'm sorry. I was city. still just uh, oh. touching Lucy. Cat is mother of dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Put the champagne down. We're going to have round two <laughs> of here. I know. Do you have drag children and a drag mother? I do. I do. Um, so uh, my drag mother is Madame X, and she is a Chicago brilliant genius royalty. She still does one show a week. Um, and it's at the Kit Kat Club. She does the brunch. Oh, and true. my drag father, whether she likes it or not, whether <laughs> she claims me or not, is trying to correct. <laughs> that is my father. Um, and I love her very much. And um, she, uh, as for children, um, my I have a lot of them. Um, no, but uh, not a lot. Um, just people who are... I had a lot of people come up to me when I was like starting drag, when I was starting to work and drag more and they were maybe non-binary or femme or afab um, assigned female at birth and they were like hey i really want this and if i saw that they really wanted i worked with them so sort of i have a lot of drag children really but uh chelsea devantes is one of them and she's a brilliant brilliant writer and she's uh, worked for john stewart she's working in la now um, and um, Lucky and I accidentally had a kid together, which is a very, very American story. Yeah, just absolutely. You know, <laughs> our, our drag child. We had a baby. We um, did. We had a, a lovely non-binary dragon um, named, named Dorian, Dorian yeah. who we love. Uh, oh my God, they're very sexy and gorgeous, and yep. we love them. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so I have kind of a large family. There's a lot of House of Sass out there. I have. Uh, I, I don't know if I should name all my drag children, but I love them all very much, and they're all very special to me, and I love my drag parents and I think that 
um, having a drag family of some kind, and it doesn't need to necessarily be a parental or child situation, um, having people that you really connect with on a family level is such a beautiful thing, and it's really helpful because it's a really, really fucking hard career, and having people in your corner, like I look at everyone on this panel as family in some way or another because we've all been in it together and we all love each other very much, so mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't think it has to have those formalities if it doesn't need to. The the definition of drag mother, drag child, I think has changed a lot. I mean, we use mm -hmm. it very like, you're my sister, you know. But like back in the day when it originally started, I mean, uh, you were kicked out of your house by your parents because you were gay or you were trans or whatever, and your drag mother was literally your mother. You would live on her couch. Like that's how it all started. Like your mm -hmm. drag mother was your mother. Um, your mama. So... <laughs> N like now it's it's a you know a looser interpretation but you know the old school drag houses it was it was a family and you mm -hmm. stuck together because you had to because you know shit was fucked up so yeah. what about y'all any i don't have any drag children i got my tubes tied a while ago <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> I mean, like I said, I don't really have drag parents. I consider this my drag dad. It's like the one that had me really young is more like a friend, but um, play cousin. <laughs> That's play, my play cousin. cousin. Uh, but I consider a lot of the people on this panel like my drag mentors. Um, they honestly are the ones who like build me and help me to grow as a drag performer. And honestly, a lot of people in the Chicago scene are very, very helpful, very supportive. Um, when I moved here, I had no intention of doing drag. Like you said, it was just a mistake. But I've never, I haven't <laughs> had <a> any, <laughs> it was a mistake. Um, but I've never <laughs> had any negative interaction with um, most of the drag people in Chicago. You're also like the nicest person that yeah, any yeah, of that us have ever met. <laughs> yeah, don't ask Natasha that. <laughs> 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 Natasha's, well, Natasha's on this panel, even though yeah. she's not actually on this panel. She's our sixth panel member. <laughs> um, I guess I was kind of brought into a fold with like a traditional drag mother with kind of like what uh, Tranica was talking about. Um, this person actually was one of my fraternity brothers in college. Oh, my God. True story. Theta Kappa Alphas. And uh, <laughs> he moved here to Chicago a few years before I was, like, done with school and trying to figure out what I was going to do. And he had always been kind of the person I looked up to. He was, like, that cool guy on campus who had, like, long hair and a skirt. And if people would ask him if he was gay, he'd be like, it's whatever, man. Love like, that. it was that person, that person all the way. So I was, like, totally in love because I had never met someone like that. Um, so when he moved to Chicago, I remember coming to visit, and the first place he took me was Berlin Nightclub, and I Ugh. had my first one-night stand there, yeah. and I was like, I'm moving to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so a year later, I ended up um, moving here and literally was crashing on his couch, like living with him, getting started. Um, that was 11 years ago. But uh, what's funny, in the in the sense of like being my actual drag mom, we couldn't be like further apart. Uh, <laughs> he absolutely hated everything I wanted to do with drag. <laughs> so like he would point me in the direction of things, but be like, figure it out, because like I don't even like whatever is going on over there. So uh, it was very... Was it the beard? <coughs> oh, yeah, absolutely the beard. Like, mm -hmm. couldn't stand it. Her name was Sophia Sapphire. She's been doing stuff forever. She like barely does drag anymore, but she's still out there. Um, but yeah, she just kind of pointed me in the directions of things and was like, go free. But uh, I do thank her for getting me here and getting my foot in the door because I never would have, I never would have figured it out without that one. Mm -hmm. YouTube was my drag mother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of younger queens, especially now, who are you know children in their basements or you know on their phones in their bedrooms, just looking at, especially now that so many of these queens are doing Cosmo tutorials and like 
Pearl has an incredible bunch of online tutorials that she's been posting lately. And people look, I mean, I started out looking at um, Miss Fame's tutorials and Trixie Mattel's one tutorial that she <laughs> did a little <laughs> while ago. And so that explains the clown thing, I think, probably. <laughs> um, but then you, you do that in your own space, but then you go into the public sphere and people look at you and they go, hey, you know that thing that you're doing? This particular thing is not super working. Mm. Put, you know, do your hair like this. or And you have to take that with a grain of salt and still maintain a sense of self. But also it takes a fucking village to raise a drag queen, yeah. honestly. So I think we're all really lucky to have the community we have. Um, all right, next question. Uh, what do you get out of drag besides money? I mean, <laughs> this is probably going to be our touchy-feely moment, but... I, I, for Are me, we I don't have to have one because I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, before drag, I lived a million lives. Like I was like, I want to be in fashion. I want to do this and that. And uh, and then and I did 11 years of theater. And then when I found drag, it was like all the things I wanted to do all in one. And it like answered every question that I had, and uh, I could make money off of it. And uh, it's we have a great community. And it just I don't know. I wake up and I think about drag. Go to sleep, think about drag. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think just answers all the questions. Yeah, it's like we're all we're all like getting really introspective now. I think it's a like for me it's therapy, it's exercise. Yeah. It's uh I mean it is. It is. Look, yeah. I hate working out. I, I hate relate, going I to the gym. If you go up and down those Berlin do stairs. I don't like going to class. Yeah, oh, honestly, the only way that I have any arm muscles is carrying 50 pound bags up and down the stairs of basements, you know, all over the country. Um but but more than that, I feel like, and I talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, so go listen to that if you want to hear more things. But basically, it freed me to express my gender in my everyday life in a way that I was not allowing myself um, because I felt like a social responsibility to present in a certain way, whatever that meant at the time. I think it was just presenting more cis female. So I feel like drag set me free. That's really cheesy, but it's true. I feel like drag allowed me to, in my everyday life, just behave and s even talk how I wanted to talk. Like, I don't feel the need to be as polite as I once was when <laughs> situations do not warrant politeness. Yeah. So That's actually true. Yeah. Drag, it, yeah, it turns you into more of a ball buster. Yeah. You can stand up for yourself. You can. I didn't yeah. know how to stand up. I, I mean, I grew up in the South, by and large, and uh, um, female, and... There is this rule, this like unspoken rule that you're always polite. You're mm -hmm. always, um, you always defer to others, and you you don't make waves. You don't cause any issues. Um, and um, I was always the person like getting into fist fights in <laughs> high school about that. But it like because I couldn't do it. Nothing inside of me could do it. I wanted to. I really wanted to. I wanted every part of my being wanted to do the things that my parents wanted me to do and to be respectful. And I mean, not that you shouldn't be re respectful, but to do, you know, to follow in this path. And it just wasn't the path for me. And having the freedom to explore anything else was the greatest gift I was ever given mm -hmm. in my life. And having uh, people around me that said, yes do it. I support you. I don't know what it is, but I'm here <laughs> for it, and I support you was um, the greatest gift that I was ever given, and every day I wake up, and I cannot believe my good fortune. It's hard. <laughs> We're always injured all the time, <laughs> and um, either broke tired. or <laughs> drunk or tired, <laughs> um, uh, but w 
it's it's a beautiful blessing to be able to make your own art and pave your own way and not feel like you have to kowtow to things that are not appropriate and not part of what is part of the truth these days. I'm so excited to see that this sense of freedom is extending mm -hmm. in every different atmosphere and that's been a beautiful thing to see and to support and I'm like they're riding with you yeah <laughs> happily drag is also very immediate like um, when you do something good you like hear applause mm -hmm. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, b the best part for me as instant gratification it, yeah exactly <laughs> you're like I have a joke I'm gonna tell it people laugh ah okay cool like here's <laughs> another one like I don't know it's just it, you know. yeah. And if you fuck up, they really tell you right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, drag um, definitely gave me a voice at a time when I felt like I didn't have one or at least didn't have uh, a place to say anything at. It uh, also helped me find out uh, kind of, yeah, who I was and what I wanted to be able to do in the future mm -hmm. or at least point me in the direction of it. Um, it's it's meant a lot to me this entire time just because this is something that I've I've worked at my entire life to be a performer. I, I was a musical theater kid. I went to college for musical theater, and I remember leaving school and just feeling like so down on myself and being like, "There's no way I can ever like even try to compete with all these talented people. Like, why would I even try and do this?" And uh, drag gave me that feeling like that I could do it again, and has given me a space to be able to work it out and try new stuff and grow and continue to do those things. Um, yeah, it really it really came to me at a time when I absolutely like needed something because I was really lost. So uh, yeah, drag is, drag is really special to me. Yeah. Now we all cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, before I did drag, um, honestly, I was at a weird plateau in my life. <laughs> I was um, working retail and I was like, honestly, just like waking up, it was like, Waking up, go to work, come home, watch TV, go to bed, wake up, go to work. There's honestly nothing that I would, like, really look forward to. <laughs> it sounds stupid, but it's no. the truth. And then when I moved here to Chicago, we started going to drag matinee, like, every week, which is a show that Chanika hosts every Saturday. <laughs> and it started to, like, ignite. Because I, I had always loved drag since I was little, like, Tuang Fu, like, all, like, you know, the go-tos. But I had never really seen the version of it as I could be like a boy version, like or non-feminine version of drag. So when I moved here and I had seen all the different forms, I've seen bearded queens, I've seen AFAB performers. There's almost no lines of performing here. It's like, you know what, it, it is what it is and it's always amazing and great. So when the opportunity came for me to perform, it almost ignited my creativity again and it, it allowed really did. me to like put it into different areas of drag and it just like helped me a lot because now it also helps with your self-esteem too because like I could look in the mirror when I wake up I'm like oh then I put on a <laughs> contour and a mustache like oh I look cute I look <laughs> cute today so it just helped me in a lot of different aspects of my life yeah um, yeah and that's so interesting that you say that the looking in the mirror and then putting on contour and like feeling yourself because <laughs> there definitely were a lot was a long time in my life where I did not like looking at the mirror at all yeah. it just didn't feel like I was looking at the person who I was inside. And I, I also think like there's something about having the control to put another face on your face yeah. and have it be the face that you imagine exactly. that you, that's inside of yeah. you that you want. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like you look in the mirror and you can like see your personality when yeah. you put drag on. Yeah. But you just look in the mirror, you just see like blank slate. But then when you're in drag, you see like big hair and, <laughs> you know, you're 
everything's different and yeah. yeah it's the face that you make for yourself and that's why i always think that i i love i want to see everyone try drag because i feel like i can see like a superhero rock star mm-hmm. god in everyone and <laughs> i want to like see it like come to me give me all your glory <laughs> like but that's a beautiful i mean that's when the whole point it's a beautiful thing when you said it's the face that you make it's like when you look in the mirror how everyone has like a mirror face <laughs> like drag <laughs> is like going out into the world with your mirror face yes. exactly. it's your ideal like this is what i want to look like like yep Absolutely. I saw a study that said like when you uh, um, are little, you like establish your mirror face, <laughs> and you have the same mirror face for life. Like oh you know, God. when you see someone and they look in the mirror, and everyone does like a different like. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has their own wow. mirror face. It's a thing. <laughs> it's so true. And then we paint it on ourselves. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think we should read the next question. Yeah. The next one is. I. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to talk about the next question, which is connected, (laughs) because I feel like we talked a lot about this on the last podcast, which is women in drag for or against. And so I'm going to read the second question, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is related and will probably answer all of those questions without us throwing the table across the room. Uh, And the next (laughs) question is, as a cis woman, I am drawn to drag because the performers are often overtly sexual, loud, vulgar, confident, other things women are not supposed to be. How much and in what ways do women and expectations of womanness inform or influence your drag? I would just like to say women should not do drag. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's disgusting and it's not of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Christian-like conduct. Just as I thought. One trash. Tra- <laughs> just as I thought, trash. Wait, one of my favorite things to come out of the la- of the last uh, panel was literally like, it was funny. We like came to it here. It, we were like, okay, isn't it crazy that it's been accepted that women can be in pretty much every other workforce, but why are we still <laughs> debating that women can't be in drag, which is like one of the most political things. Yeah. So yeah, it's ridiculous. I I think, but there is something about like much of what all of us do to one level or another <laughs> with tender I think being the exception but subverting it in another way is like what is the aspect of womanness that you are performing and why like what is that about and I think that that's also like Lucy when you were s- what was the description you gave of your <laughs> of your uh part housewife part gutter trash whore <laughs> right <laughs> we've all got like those little bits that we've kind of cobbled together to make the fake gendered human creature that we put out there. I've got like vaudeville clown meets like 30s uh, glamour star meets uh, birthday party person. I don't know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Is don't, that the PC not, term I, for clown? <laughs> birthday, birthday party <laughs> person? <laughs> birthday party American? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Just <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> But it's like all the, it's like a Frankenstein (laughs) gendered person on stage. And so like, I don't know, somebody else talk about that. (laughs) I I always feel like, um, have y'all ever seen Mars Attacks? (laughs) 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 So so exactly. I feel like me performing uh, femininity is like one of those aliens coming down and being like, (laughs) 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 I see this. And then like making it into like some semblance of what it might be, but it has nothing to do with womanhood or femininity, really. It's just absurdity and clowning mm. and all kinds of shenanigans. I I relate much more to that. I don't I don't I don't know. I think that question is kind of complicated to unpack yeah, because for sure. you're really asking what what that question is really asking in the end is to 
uh, really just break womanhood down into categories that are easy to define and place. So fuck that mm. yeah. and yeah. fuck yeah. all that. <laughs> like I, w- I just don't think that that's yeah. really. I mean, and not to be like fuck that question, flip the table and <laughs> run away. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I, I just don't think it's that simple to, to categorize. Nor should it be. And I think gender is dead. So fuck yeah. that. I don't know. Did y'all? Did y'all take? Uh, inspiration from any of your female family members to do drag or oh male family <laughs> members? Or my stepmom was <laughs> white trash. <laughs> with the she would not get the mail without like an hour and a half worth of makeup. <laughs> like the hair was frozen and a half foot tall. And oh, for sure, like I saw her. I mean, she was a horrible person. Um, she was awful. But um, I just saw her as like such. A caricature of femininity, which is what I want to be, too. Mm. Uh, But it was like she had put this shell over just this, like, garbage core of a person. And I just always thought that was so interesting. (laughs) She had, like, really dolled up, and she was just, like, absolutely the worst person in the world. (laughs) It's actually ironic because I am the performer that does, like, masculine drag. But I actually find myself to be more feminine in drag (laughs) and masculine out of drag. I am a Mm -hmm. feminine woman, but in drag, I'm, I mean, I'm a masculine woman, but in drag, I'm a feminine man. And it's, that's amazing. It's funny because it it just flips around. And honestly, all of my (laughs) inspirations for drag are like, like Uncle Jesse, it's pop culture. It's like Uncle Jesse, it's um, Powerline from Goofy Movie. (laughs) All these things, which if you put them all together, there's not necessarily a gender for them. At the end of the day, like fuck the gender, it's entertainment and there's really nothing to assign it to. Well, Powerline's a dog, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dogs can have genders. Don't come from my species. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss species. You heard it here first. Don't species shame me. (laughs) (laughs) We've got like stepmoms, aliens. (laughs) Exactly. And dogs. Yeah. Dogs. Oh, God. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Well, yeah, it's on me. Um, This is always something that I thought about a lot when I actually started drag, too, just because there was this expectation that I felt like kind of put on me to make it somewhere that I was going to have to do a little bit more with my presenting of, like, femininity or what a woman's supposed to look like. Um, When I started drag, especially with Lucy, it was to kind of turn everything on its head and make people question what it was to be feminine and masculine and like if you looked at me like did you really not see like the beautiful woman because of like this beard and Mm -hmm. would you also look at beautiful hairy women and tell them that they're not just as beautiful you know so that's that's been something I've always kind of like tried to work through and tried to combine and tried to make other people see that um maybe you're being a little bit ridiculous with the expectations that you're putting on femmes and like women and Maybe you should just relax and enjoy the fact that whatever is in front of you is really fucking beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I love the most about drag is that it's just like making you question your expectations of gender every single time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. T, you want to say the next thing? Yeah, this one uh, is uh, less uh, existential. Um, <laughs> what kind of skincare do you use? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, I use uh, Burt's Bees face uh, wash, and I use Belief Beauty Balm lotion, and do a mask, uh, do a peel mask at least if you do drag at least once a week to get the devil out of your pores, <laughs> and then do sheet masks like every time you do drag. Do like some kind of a moisturizing mask, or you'll your skin will break out and you'll die. I actually had really problematic skin before drag, and then having to pay attention to my skin because I was caking it with 
the devil's makeup <laughs> uh, has made my skin a lot better. But yes, use lots of masks. Anyone? I use really organic scalding hot water from <laughs> the faucet <laughs> um, mixed with a dove uh, bar or <laughs> hand um Tinder really like never soap. washes his face. And though. then uh, <laughs> use a Neutrogena makeup um, wipe. wipe, the one that I steal from trying to cover the last <laughs> one of the bag, and then uh, the bar towel from Berlin to dry it. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of those people that like never washes their face and never breaks out and doesn't yeah. have to worry about it. And then I just look like a uh, like greasy little egg. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, skincare is canceled. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm I'm like pretty gross with skincare. <laughs> I've just started to get a little bit better at it. I use like I love the Lush products. It's like some of the stuff that I found that actually works well with my face. So I use their face and beard wash, and then I also use their like um, I can't remember which moisturizer it is, but it's also a face primer. So it actually is pretty amazing with that. Um, and then I've started to do like face masks as often All as possible. Um, and I usually just remove my makeup with like coconut oil. That's good. I keep it real simple. I'm going to jump in before you, Kat, and just say, I do everything Kat Sass tells me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's true. Sometimes I, like, will slap a face mask on them because I'll be like, what is that? Kat <laughs> 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 um, no. gave me a facial steamer for my birthday, <laughs> and it's fucking lit. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. If you get a facial steamer, don't do it more than twice a week. It's too much for the pores. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I love skincare, <laughs> and it's super fun. I also have, like, giant Greek pores. And uh, problematic skin as well. Um, and um, actually, drag has been a battle for me throughout. Because um, my cheeks, which were the only things that were clear prior to drag, are now like, why do we have so much contour on us? <laughs> and then they just break out. But um, I love Dermalogica. I uh, take my makeup off with coconut oil um, also. And um, I use the Dermalogica Thermofoliant, the Vitamin Power Pack Mask. I use as a moisturizer. Actually, if you f follow me on Facebook, I have a, have a public skincare thread that like everyone just nerds out on. Um, so feel free to do that. <laughs> um, I like a lot of Sunday Riley products right now. They're good jeans line. They have a morning and a night product that's great. Um, and um, sheet masks are necessary every yeah. time you do drag. You gotta pull that shit out of your pores. So there's also, um, I actually like the cup of coffee mask by Lush if oh you've ever tried it. So good. It yeah. is delicious. It wakes your little hungover, I mean sleepy ass <laughs> up <laughs> and uh, you feel great and um, that one's really terrific. Also, um, the um, there's this thing called Eliza Vecchia Milk Piggy that you can get. It's this like um, mask that's fr from Korea and you peel it off and it pulls all the dirt out of your pores oh. and it's super disgusting. It's a black mask. Um, it's called Milk, if you type in Milk Piggy on um, Amazon, you can see what the inside of your pores look like. That's fucking gross. So it's like the Bosha go. one, right? Yeah, like and also uh, don't eat like shit and drink water. Yeah. I love the, um, Sephora has this, you put it on, it's like a cream and it's like a bubble mask and it like, puts oxygen in your pores. You can do it like every day, but you can like feel the breeze on your pores <laughs> after. It's so good if you like cover your face up with stuff. I love like that. that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, another question. What are some of your favorite drag performances that you have done or performances that you have watched? 
One of my favorite things I've ever seen is uh, Lucy Stool doing Lucy the Slut <laughs> from Avenue <laughs> Q. <laughs> like and literally favorite. every time I have any money to book any show, I always book her and beg her to do it. So that's that's one of them for sure. Sweetheart. Cat's ass and Lucky Sif doing Die Antwoord oh <laughs> medley. Oh <my> God, <laughs> yes. Where uh, we like throw up afterwards because yeah, yeah. we're doing we we walk babes. backstage and like hold each other for a second. <laughs> It's, it's so, so fucking bad. good. Uh, <laughs> we should do that again. Always close the show with that number because I can't breathe after it. <laughs> Just <laughs> watching it. Um, <laughs> so everyone breathe. on this panel is like some of my favorite performers, so hands down, like absolutely, including Miss Trana Correx. Oh, well. If yes. you've never seen yeah. two of my favorite performances that. of her, I'll never forget that. her doing Bubblegum Bitch. Oh, my God. Uh, I made out with, who did I make out with, I, Valentine? Yeah, you made out with Valentine. And oh, hell no. I've never seen this. somebody else. I can't remember. Ivory, Shalise. Yeah. I think it was Ivory. Whoever was there. Honestly. But the other one I love that you did not too long ago was when I uh, had the absolutely fabulous party a few oh, years yeah. ago. And you did Patsy, Patsy. And that one was pretty awesome, too. Oh, my God. She doesn't do it, but she's hilarious. Y'all should push her to perform more. I just more. nodded off. Yeah. <laughs> she did Gucci Gucci by Krayshawn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mother, I have yeah. that video. Shows with the fucking fur I coat. I just, found, I just like changed $100 out, which I didn't have to spare. And I was just like, because <laughs> she performs once a year. Do you perform once a year? Uh, I think it's been a year and like four months or something. I have no plans on doing it again anytime <laughs> soon. It just doesn't scratch an itch for me. <laughs> but Cat let's stop hyping it. ourselves up. Uh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'll still I, like to see. I'm going to hype. Wait, I haven't had a chance to hype yeah, anybody on dare. this panel up yet. <laughs> um, I'd, I would just like to talk about at my birthday party, which Tranika hosted, Kat Sass doing Nessun Dorma, but doing the Aretha Franklin version. Oh, my, oh my God. And mm -hmm. because I was in charge of pulling the track, I pulled the wrong live version of it. So, which was all basically the same, but just slightly different enough to fuck with Cat. And Cat was so connected to the song and rolled with it that not a single person in that room knew that it was the wrong track. I knew, and so through a combination of shame and love, I wept in the corner right, <laughs> be <laughs> right before I went on for my number and had just like big black mascara streaks down my face. I 100% uh, improvised, lip synced. Aretha Franklin live doing Nessun Dorma. That was fucked up. That was so bad. <laughs> so bad, yet so good. Um, but also, uh, performers that are not up on this panel, I recently watched Sasha Colby in Nightgowns in L.A. So do good. a so ballad. Oh, good. Sasha Colby. Do a ballad in basically a nightgown with a chair in one spotlight. And She's so good. it was riveting. I was losing my mind and you know, I cry a lot, obviously, but like weeping <laughs> the whole Oh, don't laugh at me. Weeping the <laughs> whole time. Um and she did like this hairography stuff that I have never seen anybody do where she was literally like pulling herself around the stage by her own hair. I just it was, it was so great. Amazing. I was there and we were crying. We were crying. <laughs> Eva Destruction Eva is one oh of the Oh my god, yes. Eva Destruction world. is one of the best drag performers that you will ever see in your entire yeah, life. Definitely. She's one of the best performers you'll ever yeah. see yeah. in your entire life. That she is she knows every breath of a song yep. and if there's like uh, just a, a a key change or something her mouth mm -hmm. changes like she's the most detailed and also so she's 
so tall and broad, and you can't take your eyes off her, and she wears yeah. really bright colors, and she always just looks really good. Yeah. God, she's, like, addictive. Her head is, like, three times the size of my head, and it's amazing. It's the biggest head, <laughs> and it's so beautiful. She has a very big <laughs> head. I cannot look away from her for a second, and I cry every time she performs, even if it's, like, something light-hearted. I'm just like... <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite drag performances I've ever seen was Bob the Drag Queen, mm-hmm. and she only does this performance, like, once or twice a year, but she did it at Roscoe's when she came here, and she can only do it at the end of the night because it's really messy. But she does LMFAO shots, so and good. every time, do you know? Do you <laughs> yes. <remember> this? Every <laughs> time they say shots, she like does a shot. She doesn't drink, but you know, it's she's like doing like Red Bull shots, and then it just starts going more and more and more until like it starts to go into the chorus, and it's like shot, shot, and by the end of it, she's taking the glasses and she's just throwing the water <laughs> at her face <laughs> and it's just one after another and every time she does it she's just covered in like this in red bull or whatever she's throwing at herself and people are just going fucking ape shit shot 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 just like <laughs> splashing it everywhere oh. it was one of the funniest yeah. weirdest performances i've ever seen yeah. so energetic this segues us perfectly into the next question yeah. which non-drag race performers do you think we should follow should we lightning round it Sure, God, there's so many. Bambi Banks. <laughs> Everybody pulls up their Instagrams, like, <laughs> frantically researching. Bambi Banks. Son of Camilla Bambi Banks, definitely. Camilla Fox. Camilla. Oh, is yes. a Chicago treasure. Um, she has been doing hair for a lot of us lately, too, and um, she's always covered in sequins on stage, and uh, she's a great dancer and one of the nicest people you ever meet in your whole life. Alexis Bevels, Danica Bonet. Yes, Absolutely. both of them. Oh my God, so great. They can sing yeah. their fucking faces off. Uh, I'm going to throw some King's names out there. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, locally, there's Travis Fierro, there's McDouche, there is <laughs> Dusty Balls, who's the first drag king I yes, ever saw um, live. Um, not from Chicago, there is Damien Deluxe, there is Landed Cider, who is also amazing. Um, yeah. There is uh, Ryder Reeves, who is from St. Louis, who's also amazing too. So um, if you're looking for some amazing kings, that is a good list. Also, Van Der Vanna. That's not a drag king, but Van Der's <laughs> Van Der Vanna. Oh, yeah, Van Der yeah. is amazing. <laughs> totally incredible. Carrie Trade. Yes. She's one of my like favorite her. local Love girls. Um, who else locally? I mean, we have so many. Yeah, I feel bad that I'm going to be like... I know. You didn't say my name. Porcelain. Porcelain. Oh, my God, yes. From Philadelphia. Love porcelain. Porcelain is absolutely beautiful and does beautiful sideshow acts. And that leads me to Discord Adams and Gidget Von Adams. Um, also, they do sideshow acts, and they turn the most sick looks. Yeah. Um, also, Hinky Punk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Another one of my new favorite performers and, like, looks out there. Also, just an all-around amazing, amazing person. Auntie yeah. Chan... Uh, oh my god! She won know. the Crash Landing <laughs> Comedy uh, one, and she is one of the funniest people on stage. And she just does like this lazy Vogue that's like <laughs> just her, just really just like squatting and lightly moving her hands. And every time you would have thought she just did like fifteen death drops in a row. People go ape shit over this, and it's just her just like lazy voguing. She's yeah. the f- Angie Chandler. Up, she's fucking hilarious. She did the um, uh, reclaiming my time video. Um. Miss Toto from Florida yes. is unbelievable. Um, Untitled Queen in New York is doing like an interesting performance art drag hybrid, which I really, really love. So great. Um, Hannah Quist from New York, Hannah Holmquist, who is not like doesn't do a lot of lip sync performances, if ever, but is an incredible queen um, and is a really brilliant seamstress and stitcher and artist. Um, and I think that's amazing. And also Hungry. 
Um, yes. Yeah, from go. Germany is doing really beautiful alien drag right now. Oh, and I cannot forget about uh, my always obsession, Wednesday Westwood. Yes. Yay. One of my oh favorites my ever she looks to exist. so fucking good at she's drag. Always mm-hmm. perfect. She I know makes she's everything always perfect. Too. Everything. Her hair is good. Her outfits are good. Oh. Also from Paris, um, the Arsenic mm-hmm. at Cookie Country. Oh yeah, are yeah. fucking incredible. I just started following them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Cherry Cunty is uh, AFAB. So if I'm not mistaken, oh, cool. they're fucking incredible. Their looks are make me so horny. Yeah, there's so many. There are so many amazing people doing drag or drag-like things right now that are not on television. So y'all go search some drag queen threads on Instagram and find people. And you can also go and see who we're all following. Hopefully that won't be embarrassing for any of us. But yeah, <laughs> but it there's lots of really cool David people. Archuleta. Yeah. <laughs> David Archuleta. David <laughs> Archuleta. Definitely. I'm not drag. embarrassed. It's my favorite <laughs> drag king, David Archuleta. That's amazing. That's my man, first of all. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh my God, artiste too from Australia. Artist. Oh, Art, uh, uh, Art Simone. Oh, Art Simone. Art Simone. Art, oh, oh my that's God. her handle. Yeah. I think so nice. Art Bo. Simone, it's just Rosie at Bo. R-T-I-S-T. I think they have the best Instagram that I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And I went to the show with them in L.A. So good. Their performance mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It had like the noise like AOL, like, <laughs> like the <laughs> dial-up <laughs> noise. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like the worst noise, but the best performance to yeah. it. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, my God. Uh, also, damn, I can't forget. I was like, my other bearded ladies, Blackberry out of Houston. She's going to be here. Yeah, she told me. She's going to yeah. be here not too long. So Blackberry Ooh. out of Houston is Amazing. I'm blanking on some other names right now. Oh yeah, now. I'm sure there's a million <laughs> it's people. Like there's so many amazing people. We'll po- we'll d- uh, we'll do some stuff and post some more people. We should. We should do a thread or something. Um, I think it's time to open it up a little bit, Trey. Uh, actually, we are uh, approaching the end of oh our no, time. Oh no, we talked here. too long. How dare? How dare you all talk <laughs> at a discussion? Sorry. Um, so if I can actually have you guys all go down the line, starting with Lucky, and uh, please list where everyone can find you on social media. Uh, and if you like, uh, where they can find you in person in the near future. Cool. Um, my social media is lucky.stiff on Instagram, and I'm luckystiff on Facebook. And um, I co-host Goddess with Cat Sass, a show for kings, queens, and everything in between, yeah. every third Friday at Berlin. Um, I'm also going to be on the 26th at High Tea at the Ace Hotel, which is a little uh, lobby. You sit in the lobby, and we do songs for you. And it's the theme this month is... Um, uh, hardcore Dior, Dior through the ages, so it'll be super fashion. And then on the 31st, uh, Tender and I are doing um, a show where Dorian Electra is launching their album Career Boy, and uh, we're going to do some performances there. And Tender is doing installations. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yay! I'm Kat Sass. You can find <laughs> me on Instagram at cat.sass. That's K A T. Cat with a K, Sass with an ass. Um, and you can find me on <laughs> Facebook at Cat Sass. And um, I do Goddess every third Friday of the month. Um, I'm doing Chicago Pride and Milwaukee Pride oh this yeah. year. And uh, I might be in P Town coming up for some fun events. Um, but other than that, I host Untitled every Thursday um, downtown. And. Um, we do a drag musical show called Off Book here, and I don't know. Just go to my Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, we'll post about that. Whatever, we'll just be friends. They we'll booked. talk about it then. Yeah. I'm busy, and I don't <laughs> really know. God help us. <laughs> um, so, of course, on Facebook, you can find me at Lucy Stool, and pretty much anything else, it's a uh, similar name, but on Instagram, it's Ty is Lucy Stool, so T Y I S L U C Y S T O O L E. 
Um, I work a lot, so you know you can catch me doing the gigs all over the neighborhood. Um, you should definitely check out Fabitat, which is every second and fourth Wednesday at Beauty Bar. It's one of the longest-running queer parties on the West Side that I created. And uh, I'm also at Queen every Sunday. And then on Mondays, you can catch me and Tranica together either at Plot Twist or at Crash Landing. Um, on Instagram, you can find me um, at Tenderoni88. On Facebook, it's Janelle Felix, my government name. So <laughs> you can find me there for shows. I'm actually doing Fabitat on Wednesday with Lucy, the bearded ball. Yes. And then I'll be at Drag Matinee with Tranica for the IML edition. And then I'll be at Milwaukee Pride. Um, and that's also my 30th birthday, Yo! so we're about to get lit. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll be at XYZ, at Roscoe's for XYZ, which is late 90s, early 2000s hits, which is Tranica's baby. <laughs> my name is Tranica Rex. Um, you, can you can follow me at Tranica Rex <laughs> on all social media, T-R-A-N-N-I-K-A-R-E-X. Uh, I host Drag Matinee every Saturday at Berlin. I host Plot Twist every Third Monday at Berlin. Uh, we have one tomorrow. Uh, you should come. It's going to be lit. Uh, every second and fourth Monday, I have... This is me trying to remember. Um, I have Crash Landing. I have XYZ every first Sunday of the month. I have... What did I miss? Was that it? Oh, I have a residency in Milwaukee now. Um, yeah, once a month, I'm there at Dick's. Uh, and oh, and I'll be at Milwaukee Pride all four days, and Lucy will be with me um, on Thursday. the on the Thursday. Yeah, uh, Milwaukee Pride is the shit. This year they have the B52s, Daya, JoJo, Fortune Feimster, Jesse Smollett. It's very lit, so you should go. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else? No. Trey. All right. Uh, wonderful. Uh, well, that is going to conclude us for this month's going to awkwardly hop on the stage <laughs> edition of the tea. Uh, I want to thank you all for coming uh, and participating not only in this event, um, but also helping contribute to the community and cultural outreach programs here at the center, uh, which help make sure that all of the resources here are available to all different kinds of people. Um, and uh, please join us uh, next month. Uh, it's going to be really fun, and we're hoping to continue to grow this project. So thank you so much for being here. Yes. The tea is recorded live at Cinnaron Halstead in Chicago, Illinois. Special thanks to Tamali Sepp.